What's up, everybody? Welcome to In The Flow podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Carger, and we will be diving into all things being in your body, being a human, being a woman. Let's go. Hi, guys. Welcome to this episode of In The Flow podcast. I am so honored and grateful to have one of my former mentors, um, author of Radical Intuition and founder of Intuition Labs, Kim Chesney. Oh, thanks for having me, Jesse. I am so excited to talk about our journey and intuition. And oh my gosh, we have, we've just, we've had such a great journey together. Yeah, totally. And what makes this episode so special for me is, I mean, I think back what it was at two years ago, um, which seems like a lifetime, right? We were just chatting about how it seems like a lifetime ago. Um, I worked with Kim in person in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, working on developing my intuition. And she was actually my first mentor ever. Um, and from that journey, so much has unfolded for both of us. Like it has, it was definitely like kind of like a launch pad coming together that we kind of had. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, in terms of even of intuition, I think it's so interesting that that moment in time for both of us was so really this, this pivotal moment where we were both making that decision that we were going to follow our intuition and in some, some really transformational ways, risky ways, ways that, you know, people around us were saying we're crazy. And so, you know, in, in terms of the law of attraction, it makes sense that, that we were brought together really by the universe at that time. We didn't know each other, you know, so, so that moment, really that seed moment, it's so exciting to see now two years later, which you, like you said, it's, we've both come so far. It seems like it's 10 years later, but that's what <laughs> happens when you follow your intuition, like, oh, stuff happens. Yeah, everything's just, yeah, it kind of happens like so rapidly. And it's funny because, yeah, I actually went, it was like, I went to a music festival during the summer and I got there this intuitive hit that I needed support. Right. And, um, so I just started Googling like in intuition, spiritual mentors, all this stuff. And I really didn't know what to do. And I, and I stumbled upon your page and you were right in town and I reached out to you. Um, and then we started working together. And from that moment, that was really the kind of like place where I really started to trust my intuition. And so I was still working full-time as an occupational therapist. You were still working full-time as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're still both transitioning out of that full-time day job life. Yeah. So we were both transitioning out of like our nine to fives um, and we kind of came together and then while we were working together, so this is actually the craziest story that I wanted to share with you guys um, oh, yeah. with him and I in this little portal. And so I, I remember I followed my intuition and I decided that I was going to start traveling. Um, and I remember, I think it was like one of our last sessions. It was our last session. Yeah. And I walked in and I sat down and I said, Kim, I'm, I'm moving to the West coast. And, and I'm like, I'm following my intuition. Like, I know that it's time for me to do this, like whatever. And she was like, I'm so happy for you. Like, this is amazing. You know, and we just kind of started talking and chatting. We were pulling cards and just kind of really diving in. And I didn't tell her where I was going or anything. I just kind of mentioned that I was, I was going to be going to the West coast. And at the end of our session, she handed me a mala, um, or she had me pick out of this box, a mala. And it was this little wooden box that was sitting there. Um, and so I reached into the box and I grabbed a mala and I looked at the box and on the box, it said, 
Medford, Oregon, which was the exact place that I was. <laughs> How crazy. And I will never forget that moment. It's actually seared into my vision when I was, because because my attention was drawn to it then too. And you, you, you just had this look on your face. And you, as we were kind of in this sort of sacred moment, you looked down and it was like, because intuition is all about attention. Suddenly your attention was drawn and we would, had been looking at that box like the whole time we were sitting there. Suddenly you look down and you see it and you have this look on your face of like, and you said, oh my God, that's exactly where I'm moving. And I was like, what? What's a Medford, Oregon? I had never heard of Medford, Oregon. I never even knew it was a place until I met you. And it seems to be a really wonderful, beautiful place from what I see now. And we both just looked at each other in this moment of like, wow, like that, if that's not a validation, I don't know what is. A hundred percent. And that, I remember that moment of like, it almost like, I'm kind of like tearing up and like, <laughs> because it was like this moment of just like this absolute universal yeah. message of you are in the right place. You're doing the right thing. Like you are honoring that inner being and you're really listening and yeah Medford Oregon like a I'm like why would there be a box with Medford Oregon like it wasn't even written on it was like imprinted it was like engraved and so it ended up being from like the Harry and David's factory here um but before even choosing this place to come because I was working with like a travel agency I'd never heard of it either. Right. So neither one of us had ever heard of it. And I had never, I didn't know anybody out here, you know, for at least four hours from where this place was. And so it was, it was this definite, beautiful, uh, it was this amazing moment of absolute sacred intuitive knowing. It yeah. Was awesome. Absolutely. And you know, that's that intuition magic when you feel that. And it was such a good validation because just being in that moment and we experiencing it together was really even more powerful. When you do it by yourself, it's one thing, but sharing that and having that moment and just feeling the energy that's there, because you can just feel that that energy was, that, that that was not a coincidence. You know, I don't believe in coincidence anyway, but that was not a coincidence. It was just clearly all laid out for this moment of validation as you were ready to go on this journey. And, you know, I still use that box and it's interesting to say, you know, it wasn't just some like piece of trash cardboard box or anything. This was a crate that um, I had been using for a while to store all these Malabeads. And I, and I, I, I sent them with aromatherapy. So it's a really a sacred little box and I still use it today. So the fact that it was delivered from this place of this little sacred box as well was just extra wonderful. So I, it's one of my favorite intuition stories. I, <laughs> I really love it. Oh, me too. So much. And so much has like, you know, unfolded since then, right? Like I have, and I, at that point in my life, I hadn't, I didn't, hadn't started my business yet. Right. Um, and you know, you had right after that, I started my business right after that, you got your second book deal. Um, and it was just like, it was kind of this coming together to just blast off yes. in a way is kind of how I feel about it. Absolutely. I, and 100%, like, and the, the, we've come so far and simply by, by following that inner voice and taking those chances. And I think this is what, you know, this whole conversation is such a great example of for people out there who are at that place that we were at two years ago, where, you know, you're ready to take that leap. You're ready to trust yourself. You're ready to get outside your comfort zone and take a chance on yourself because it, you know, it can be risky and, and it's a hard place to get. But once you know that it's really your calling and that that calling is not going to go away until you really follow it and honor it, it's a great example of how far your intuition can take you if you just keep trusting it. 
and not just once, like it, it's not enough for you just to go out there and get out there, but just creating this lifestyle of insightfulness where that little moment we shared is an example and a reminder of how much power is there with our intuition and that inner guidance. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think one of the things that we've talked about before and that I really love when it comes to intuition is intuition is like a muscle, right? Like the more that you utilize it, the more that you become aware of it, you know, there's, there's these pulls that like, they're undeniable. And, you know, for me, I have, I think that one of the things that is the most radical about intuition is there's a lot of times when my intuition will speak and I'll just be like, well, that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> like I, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. Why would I do that? And that's typically when I know that it's something that I need to do. That's really calling me forward into this beautiful awareness, right? Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely one of the calling cards of intuition. And, you know, I, when I work with people, that's one of the things I hear most often is like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, if you're telling yourself it doesn't make any sense, that's actually one of the characteristics of genuine intuition. So often it defies logic right? It's not reasonable. It's not the rational next step because our intuition has that 360 view that's above and beyond and can see the past, present, future, everything that's happening where we're just here and we can only see what seems to make sense in, in, in linear time, but our intuition sees the big picture. So a lot of the times we're going to get this guidance that doesn't seem like the next step, but it's okay because we're actually leapfrogging that when we follow our intuition and really following the higher path and that higher awareness. Yeah, I love that. I really love that because honestly, like when you were kind of talking about that, I was kind of able to picture my human self, right? And then being able to kind of witness her um, and, and just see the trajectory. And, you know, one of the things that I've always said to, you know, so many people that I've worked with and, I, you know, learning this from you is that, you know, there is no right or wrong path, right? Like there is just the path of your highest evolution. And so it just depends on what your, you know, what your intention is with this life. And, and for me, it's like, you know, I think I'm like, okay, I need to follow my heart, follow my calling. And it is one of those things where it's like, it's not going to go away. And that's something that I've found is like a lot of times when we follow our intuition, there is some getting out of your comfort zone, right? So there's moving out of discomfort, but in doing that, like you are, taking this temporary discomfort for this greater good, right? And it's not even about you. It's about the greater good. Um, but being able to move through that temp temporary discomfort is a lot of times where we get pushed back, right? Rather than just kind of opening into the void, into the abyss of like the unknown of like, I trust the universe. I trust this. Yes, yes. And you really hit the nail on the head with that because the trust part is so important with our intuition learning to trust ourselves is learning to trust life and learning to trust the source of all life. So it's a real continuum. So really getting into that place where we trust ourselves and our own truth, live by that really creates this authentic life. Finally, we're living who we really are on the inside, on the outside, right? It's not like we're living two lives, pretending to be this, having to go and put on a show for some people. And it really creates this life of trueness and authenticity that is a foundation of happiness and joy and peace and all of those things that we want. So learning to understand our intuition and that inner voice and what it feels like is really one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it's the most, it's the foundation. I was just thinking about, you know, my journey and everything. And it's like, if that wasn't my foundational piece, 
of really understanding that inner voice, like who knows where I would be, you know? And so that's why I really wanted to have you. And I'm so honored to have you is because no matter what we're doing, if we're not doing it from an intuitive place, you know, there's going to be, a, I think a little bit more of that, uh, I don't, I, I don't right. know, confusion, right? Right. Absolutely. When we're thinking with our mind, leading with our mind, we can get into those states of dissonance because a lot of the times when we lead with our mind, we're really following somebody else's path. We saw something someone else is doing. We're giving that a try. We're trying on things that we've seen in the world around us. But when we realign with and start thinking with our intuitive mind, right, we start thinking and leading from ourselves. We follow ourselves instead of other people. And really that is so crucial, whether we're building a business, whether we're creating something, whether we're just choosing a partner or living our lives is really following that true self within us instead of all that conditioning and that noise and what everybody else is telling us in the outside world. Yeah. I think that that's a really key factor too, is that when we're thinking with our, when we're thinking with that thinking mind, we're following somebody else's yep. else's truth, somebody else's path, which is something that's so interesting because you know, I mean, for maybe some people who are listening to this, that's all they've ever done. And, you know, we're not making that wrong or anything like that. But this is just kind of like a moment to kind of think about, you know, have I been listening to that soul pull or that gut intuition or that intuitive mind um, and following my heart versus following the logic, right? Following what is you know, what I'm supposed to do, right? Which of, of course, if you're, I, I made air quotes, if you right. can't see this, but you know, that's like, there is no supposed to, right? There, and that's something that I've really leaned into so much in, in my personal development. Yeah, and that's really crucial. It's crucial to the process of self-discovery and owning our power is realizing that, you know, we have that control. We have that within us. So, and, and really dismantling that that conditioning is real is huge because whether we're conscious of it or not, so many of us have been told for so long that we're this or we're that. You know, from our parents, from the time we were children, and 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 so we absorb that. And you know, maybe some of that we want to own. Maybe some of that is is truth. But maybe we've outgrown some of that. Maybe that's not who we are. Maybe we're something else and something bigger and we have something more to offer. And so tapping into our intuition is really when that part of ourselves comes alive. When we know that that inner being within us is calling us to do things, to serve and to help other people and to really experience the magic and wonder of life. You know, that's, that's what intuition is all about. Mm, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot that is, it's, it's like opening the portal of intuition and looking at a lot of the programs that we're running, right, from the human experience that we're having, right, which is something that, you know, has gotten us to here. It's necessary, right? We need that ego mind to keep us from, you know, burning our hand and doing all these things. Like there's safety in that that's necessary, but it's not supposed to lead the show. Yes, and yes, that's yes. What we've, that's what we've lost, right? Or that's what we're trying to regain, I should yes. say, as a society. Yes, that is, it's, it's really, and that's what's so important. I think why this is such a crucial time right now. And it's so important for this book to be out there right now. And this idea of radical intuition, right? Because radical intuition, it's, it's not sort of the same old intuition that you've been hearing about forever and ever and ever. It's really a, a reimagining and a new way of understanding in terms of, of a meaningful way of understanding human progress and our transformation as people, because we've come so long, hundreds, centuries, forever. We've been 
trapped in these knowledge systems. That has really been the defining factor of intelligence is how smart we are and how much we know. When you know, we've realized really smart people like Steve Jobs, like Einstein, have realized that real genius comes from intuition not from that thinking mind, right? Those epiphanies, those moments of insight that we have as, our, as the day goes on, whether it's something related to our jobs or just something related to our growth and, our, and opening our hearts and healing and all of those different things. Those are the magic moments of intuition. And that's gonna be what's important in the future as we move out of this information age, the age of the intellect into this rebalancing age of imagination, of heart, of femininity even. Right? And all of this stuff is rising together. It's no coincidence that you see the rise of the feminine nature, the rise of intuition, the rise of the sort of innovation and genius culture that's happening even on an economic level right now, because intuition is at the core of all of that. Oh, yeah. And you can see, you can see how we are in a rebirth, right? Like you can look at everything that's happening and it's kind of like, I feel like our world is in this contraction before we're in the biggest expansion of our humanity, right? And, and a lot of that is coming with, right now, we, there's so much information going around that honestly, the only truth that we can find has to be from that intuitive place because there's, and I've, I've kind of went through that myself where I was just like trying to find all this information and like, what's this and what's that. And, you know, we're not going to get political or go into any of that. But for me personally, that's where I was. And then I was finally like, you know, breathing into that truth of my radical intuition, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That I couldn't have said that better. And that, that is so true. And really it is, you know, what we're talking about with radical intuition is exactly making that shift. It's making that shift from having our minds constantly out there, just looking for the next piece of information that's going to solve our problems or going to make us feel good to shifting to, to within, looking within for those insights, for those revelations, for those feelings, for those callings that are actually going to help us experience real truth right? Instead of the illusions that are out there or the false paths that are out there. And really, and then, like you said earlier, we start there, right? We start with that truth. Then we let the mind, then we let information support that. So that's the thing we've been thinking wrong. We've been taught to think wrong for our whole life. We've all been taught to think, well, we have to, we have to, we're kids. We're naturally intuitive, right? You're, in, you're creative. You're having great imaginations, but like we beat that out of our kids and we tell them they need to be smart. They need to know how to think. And then, and then maybe intuition will have a place in there or maybe it won't, who knows, right? Um, but the reality is we need to feed that intuitive side first. So we get those insights and those inspirations and the ingenuity and those creative ideas before the rational mind has a chance to get in there and like, you know, sort of talk us out of it or tell us it doesn't make sense. Because when we do it that way, like I, I think there's a quote that's attributed to Einstein that says, you know, intuition is a sacred gift and the mind is its faithful servant. And that's really the right idea is the, the, the mind has to serve our intuition because it comes from that sacred place of truth. Our mind comes from that little place within us that just knows, uh, you know, what our ego knows, what our life experience knows, but intuition comes from a higher place. So it only makes sense that we use our minds and our intellect to serve it. Yeah, that's beautiful. And from, so, so I'm really curious, where did your journey with intuition really begin? Yeah. So, I mean, whew, that's a great question because uh, I think I've kind of been obsessed with intuition my whole life, you know, as a, a young person, I it was naturally intuitive and I, I had a lot of intuitive experiences as a young person that made me really question uh, the nature of reality. And I think it became really personal for me because I was having these kinds of experiences 
and people told me that I was crazy or that it wasn't real, but to me it was real and I really needed to understand that. So I think it, it set me on this quest of really looking into the air quote mystical world, right? The metaphysical world, the world that's beyond what we can see with our five senses and um, really understanding it in a way that was no nonsense and was very practical. And I think now we can have a lot of conversations about metaphysics that we couldn't have a hundred years ago or 200 years ago, mostly because we understand quantum realities. And quantum physics, again, is part of this whole rise, understanding that, you know, th that that quantum reality, it, it functions very much in the same way that we understand intuition. So when we talk about you know, linear thinking, the thinking mind, it's, it's like Newtonian thinking, right? It's old school, cause and effect, up and down. But now we start thinking intuitively, and that's like quantum thinking. Now we can, we, two things, two thoughts that are on opposite sides of the earth can instantly connect. People are connected beyond space and time. You can know things in the future. You can know things that are happening outside of your place in time, uh, in time and space. And these things are real. Now we're starting to understand that, you know, what happened, you know, 200 years ago, someone says they can see the future and all of a sudden, you know, they're like a witch and, and, or, you know, it's, it's crazy or something. And now we start to realize that there are things called in quantum entanglement. There is no such thing as time. Time itself is an illusion. Everything that's already ever happened has already happened. Everything that will happen has already happened. It's all already happened. So why can't our intuition access that data? So understanding intuition in terms of data is, is such a revelation that all of the data of the universe is out there and there's a part of us that can access that. So it's not woo, it's not spooky, it's not witches and ghosts and crystal balls. It's how we're made. Mm, I love that so much right, right there, you know, and I think that that's something that is hard for people to digest a lot of the time. It's like, this is not woo woo. This is not spooky. This is not some crazy, like science is actually catching up yes. with this now in quantum physics and everything that we're seeing, you know, and, and you have so much of that, that people are coming in and they're being like, oh, you know, you have that like, oh yes, this is how I'm made feeling right and the ability to kind of communicate that and help people to kind of get to that place of knowing that like it's right here it's yes. always been right here your truth is right here and in that heart and and being able to hear the thinking mind and not attach to it and then follow that lead and, and follow that heart space and that has been yeah this is how we're made I love that I think that that's something that I'm just like gonna take with yeah. me like from this and just continue to like lean into so deeply. Yeah. And so, and, and, and so everybody out there too, just to know that everyone has intuition, right? We're, this is part of our intrinsic design. You don't have to be born with superpowers. You don't have to be a woman, you know, you don't have to go into a trance or, or read like the tea leaves, right? This is just part of how we're designed. And we've sort of just let that part atrophy or, or forgotten about it, or, or maybe it was too dangerous. Maybe there was, there was a reason why we were steered away from it because it really is our place of power. It is our place of truth. So, you know, this is the time to really bring those two sides of our knowing back together. It, our, our really smart minds and our really brilliant intuition, when we bring them together, that's the recipe for an extraordinary life. Mm, bringing them together, right? And that not making one wrong and one right, but being able to let one, let them kind of merge in that beautiful, sacred togetherness of that. Exactly. Oh, so good. So part of your mission or your mission is to help people 
bring out and open their intuition. So you just launched um, a new radical book called Radical Intuition, um, which actually I just saw at the bookstore here in Ashland, Oregon, which yay, so exciting. I obviously have it and read it. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, do you tell us a little bit about this book, like your inspiration for it? What What's it all about? Yeah. So, um, well, I'll just, it kind of goes back to my first book, the psychic workshop that came out, I guess 2004, a long time ago, you know, that book came out and I started working. That was sort of, that was actually one of my intuitive moments is, is, is I was in intuitive development class, just like we were doing. And someone said, Hey, you're going to be writing a book within the next year. You're gonna have a book out. And I was like, you're crazy. And there was all this like dissonance, like that's not going to happen. And sure enough, uh, within a year there was the book. And, and so it kind of fell in my lap and, and, uh, I really realized after that book came out that, you know, I, I really want, it was so important for me to share with others that the same kind of journey I had, which was learning to use your own intuition, right? So often with intuition, we just want to go see a reader or a psychic and have someone just tell us something. And that's, it's natural because we want to get that validation. But what I realized is that you can get that validation yourself and it's so important, right? You teach a man to fish, right? Then you can do it for the rest of your life and you don't have to rely on other people. So, so that book really made me realize that I wanted to focus on intuition a little differently than people around me had been at that time. And also working in technology, you know, I worked in tech and in the arts and technology. So my career there was really taking off. And I started working with some of the biggest tech companies in the world, really smart, PhD people. And I started hearing them talk about intuition. And so this really excited me. And I really felt that this was the moment when my two worlds were going to start to come together is, is seeing this, these little hints of these worlds coming together, the, the mind-based world and the intuition-based world and how important that was. So, so really over that, those 10 years, I, I did a lot of research. I worked with a lot of people at this intersection of intelligence and intuition, innovation and creativity and, and information and ideas. So all of this stuff really came together with the book Radical Intuition. And, and it really, um, it, it was it was a product of 10 years really of, of hard work and research and, and ultimately reimagining intuition in a contemporary context that I think is really out there and accessible for everyone, no matter what you're doing, you know, it's, it's not something that, you know, it applies to business, it applies to relationships, it applies to your spiritual development. It really is just this core understanding of intuition and how to use it. You know, it's not, don't just listen to me talking about how great intuition is. It's a how-to book. You get it's exercises, meditations, all of these different things so that people can start activating and empowering their own intuition. I love that, right? Because I think that that's, that's the one thing that I love about this book, especially is that it's not just a book giving you information. Okay, here's all the information. Know this, know this, know this. It's a book that's walking you through the steps of how to build and develop that relationship, which I think is, is what makes it so amazing and so helpful and, and so digestible. And so, you know, it's like, yes, you can take this book and you can utilize it and you can move this out into your world like this, you know, gives you that step by step. Exactly. And that's what I really wanted more than anything, because, you know, I, I put the practice in there that I use that helped me to, 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 to get into the space of what I call living insightfully, right? We talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness is, has been so important and is such a crucial counterpoint to our busy culture and our, our crazy life right now. But really mindfulness in the big picture, I think we're going to look back on this someday and realize that it really is was just a foundation for what we're ultimately going to be creating was as a culture of insightfulness, 
So once we get into that stillness, once we return to that calm and look within, what happens there? It's not, we don't, it's not nothing. We don't just sit there and, and be in, in absolute stillness all our lives. No, that's where those sacred insights come. That's where creativity comes. That's where our inner voice speaks to us. So it's in that silence that our intuition can speak. And when we create a lifestyle of mindfulness, then we can start living insightfully all the time. We get every, you don't even, I get to the point now where I don't even feel like I make decisions anymore. Like, and, and I had this, <laughs> I, I had this realization the other day. I'm like, I, I don't actually make decisions anymore because I'm, when you get into that flow, you're just naturally drawn to things. And, you know, here or there, you might have to make some practical decision. Like, you know, what are you need for dinner? But like, you, you know, the big things just align. And when you get into that intuitive place, you're kind of led. When you find yourself stuck and you can't make a decision, that's because most likely you're not listening to your intuition. I love that. That right there is a key piece. That idea of feeling stuck, right, is because there is something that we need to be listening to. And I think that this is a really kind of like what kind of came up for me that I think could really help people and the listener right now is really this idea of like stillness right? Mm -hmm. This idea of like being able to hear your inner voice through stillness. And I think that, you know, so many people that I've come in contact with will be like, oh, I just can't meditate or like, I just can't slow down or like, I just can't be still or, you know, whatever it is. And I think that that right there is, is what we need to really kind of speak to is like in this stillness, we're not trying to stop the thoughts. We're not right. trying to get rid of the thoughts. We're trying to let the truth of who we are speak. I love that. And that is absolutely true because there's a lot of voices in our head, right? You know, we want to say, oh, we don't listen to our inner voice, but like we got to figure out what that is, first of all. So when we're talking about being in mindfulness and being still, we're really talking about silencing those other voices, right? Silencing those inner, the inner critic, silencing that to do constantly, that rush, the people, the, the judgment, silencing those voices that are just running on that hamster mill and tuning in to that still singular calm voice of our inner truth and guidance that connects us to that vast universe outside of us and inside of us. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And, and that right there is like such a powerful tool in itself um, is to just be able to know like this, this right here, right? This right here is that calm, soft, gentle, loving inner voice, you know, inner voice that knows all. And I think that, you know, coming back to something you said earlier, just about like, you know, we can are the past and the future, like everything's already happened. All we have to do is be in this place and develop this relationship to our intuition. And then everything flows from there. And, you know, when we keep butting up against walls and when we keep feeling stuck and all of these other things, and that's really essentially, you know, the universe asking us to go within. Absolutely. You know, we, that the stuckness is actually a spiritual practice, if you think about it. So, so a lot of times this happens, we get to places in our life, you know, sometimes life's on fire. We're like, yes, everything's great. But sometimes we get to a place where we're stuck. We're in a rut. We don't know where to go, but that's valuable for us to understand because usually one of two things are happening when we're in that place. Either the universe is calling us to slow down, just like okay, maybe we were going down a bad path. Maybe we just need to slow down and take a pause, right? Maybe we just need some self-care. Maybe we just need some time, right? Sometimes the, a rut can be used as a time for presence and at a time for healing and rejuvenation. But then furthermore, 
when we're in a place like this, then that's also an indication that our intuition is, is calling us to do something different, is calling us to take a chance or, or go in another direction. So that's why it's so important in that space, going into that presence and stillness and listening, practice listening. Listening is so important, right? Mm. We, you know, we talk and talk and talk. We're in a culture of talk, talk, always output, output, social media. Well, input, you know, listening to ourselves, listening to that inner guidance, listening to the, what comes in that space and allowing that to inform us and inspire us. You know, that, that can be real magic when we're creating our lives. Yeah. Listening, right. We do. And this is like, you know, we, we seek, we seek outside of ourselves to answers that we have within us. If we just open to listen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that even applies to teachers too. You know, when we're looking for guidance and we're looking for people to teach us, the greatest teachers are going to guide us to the truth within ourselves, right? So that's that's the real purpose of having a spiritual mentor or a teacher or a guru is to help you discover that guru inside you, right? It's not to follow them, not to follow their path. It's to, to open up that truth inside you. And that's what the best teachers do. Yes, 100%. And I think that that's, that is really key and pivotal to that. You know, if you have something that's somebody or something that's telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, right, we're still seeking that external when everything is that internal guidance. So within as without, right, and really being able to create that, I mean, this body, a lot of the work I do too, is around like understanding the body um, so that we can move through a lot of what the body is experiencing to open up that intuitive channel. Um, and when we do, you know, kind of move in there, we realize that everything is already perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything is already as it is. And sometimes that means that we're going to, we're going to have to start doing things a little differently. Um, and I think that that was like, for me, when my intuition came online, um, it was really this like, oh shit, I'm going to do big things. Mm-hmm. And that is terrifying. And also I can't not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I love the way that you said that with your intuition coming online, because it really kind of is like that. You kind of get plugged in you kind of get these downloads and these, these ideas that once you have them, you can't unhave them. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you can push them down, but it's, you know, it's sort of like that whisper shout roar thing that comes in. You know, if, if you deny your callings, if you deny the, the, the growth path, you know, the universe is going to start giving you those nudges. Life's going to just kind of try to push you towards it if you don't voluntarily go because life wants us to grow and, and be happy and be perfect and all of those wonderful things. And, and, you know, we have the choice, we have free will, you know, we have our sovereignty. So life isn't going to make us do anything, but life wants us to see the truth and wants us to see the, the path and the beauty ahead. So it's going to nudge us in those directions. But, you know, when we follow our intuition and we honor it, we're, you know, we, we do that the easy way instead of the hard way when we have to learn from sometimes pain and suffering and our circumstances. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I am so thankful for, for you, the work that you do in the world and for this book that everybody needs to get their hands on. Um, do you want to tell them where they can find this book, how they can access it? Because everybody needs a copy. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and it, it really has been an honor being here with you. And I, I really appreciate this opportunity to share with, with your beautiful community, because I know you're, you have such a light and, and attract other beautiful souls to you too. So yes, yes. Get my book. Uh, if, if you, if you love your intuition and you want to do some practice um, it's, it's a great book for that. And you can get it 
anywhere online. Apparently you can get it at the Ashland Bookstore as well, <laughs> which is yay. Um, yeah, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, you name it, you can get it there. And I also have this great uh, free book companion toolkit that if you get the book anywhere, if you read the front pages or you go to my website, uh, it'll show you the link where you can download it for free. So it's my free gift to you. And it has all kind of like fun downloadables and insight cards that you can practice with. And they're, they're just, it's just a little fun pack. So I, I invite everybody to check that out. And also um, my website, kimchesney.com, uh, everything's for sale there. And I also have a 12 page intuition awakening guide there that's free mm -hmm. that you can just go and check out right now. If you, you know, want to kind of dip your foot in the pool and see what all this stuff's about and, and, um, and you can also check out my school intuition lab and you yes. can, that's, you can link to that from my website too. So classes, workshops, private coaching with me on your intuition, you name it. Oh, uh, that's me. The yes. first private coaching student of radical intuition. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a great success. <laughs> it's like so full circle and it blows my mind. And I, Yes, check out that website. I will have everything in the show notes to kind of access this. Um, and really, I'm just so blessed. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that the universe brought us together, um, that you that you are just doing such amazing work in the world. And that I, I just want you to know that like, I look up to you in you are such an inspiration to me. And I can't, I'm like, yeah, I just can't believe that this is where my journey started. And then look at us now. Like, it's, it's amazing. I'm just like, I'm literally in awe of, of the well, of two years universe. from now, we're going to come back and we're going to do this again. <laughs> in two years. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Because honestly, 2021 has started off with a lot of illogical, beautiful, <laughs> you got to do this, Jesse, it's, it is time thing. So in two years, I can't wait to see where we both are. Um, following that intuition, we'll do another episode of this podcast, I'll already put it in my calendar. Um, and thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank I can't you. wait for everybody to hear this episode and feel this episode really. Um, and I'm just so honored. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Jesse. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining In The Flow Podcast. If you like what you hear, you can follow me on Instagram at joyfully underscore Jesse. Until next time, have fun, stay hydrated, and be a good person. <laughs>